everybody and welcome to Growth Week. This is a monthly week-long conversation that is aimed at helping you grow in every aspect of your life. If the truth be told, everyone wants to live a good, healthy and vibrant life. But I'm here to tell you that a vibrant life is grown on purpose. It just doesn't happen by accident. So, no matter who you are or where you are in life, whether you are a businessman, a church leader or a housewife, this podcast will challenge you and all your organization to grow intentionally towards your God-given purpose. My name is Justin Duro. I'm a certified John Maxwell Leadership Coach and I'm also the lead pastor here at Word of Truth Ministry. With me in the studio is one of our ministry directors and co-hosts, Robin Aldea. Hey podcast listeners, we are coming to you today with a brand new episode of Growth Week and this is such an exciting episode. This is going to be a juicy episode so make sure that you hold on to your seat, hold on to your hats because things are about to get real. Um, What we're talking about today was never part of our plan for Growth Week. Pastor Jay, I think you never intended for us to go down this path but the truth is is that Um, We didn't expect that a problem would arise, which I think we spoke about yesterday in our daily growth plans. We need to expect problems, but we didn't see this one coming. But the truth is, is that we had a problem and we had to kind of like stop and address it. So what happened was, Pastor Jay, you were going to go into speaking about a growth environment and how a healthy um, environment is so important to us for growth. And I think around the room, there was a bit of tension in the room. And I think, yeah, we, we kind of realized that we needed to stop and check our environment. So Pastor Jay, can you just run us through exactly what happened? Yeah, Robin, uh, that morning, all I can say is our environment was not conducive for growth uh, and everyone in the room could sense the tension and everybody knew that there was something wrong. But um, I was trying to carry on with our with our planned session. So I was already starting to introduce uh, growth environments, healthy growth environments, and we were talking about uh, how important a healthy environment is and i don't know i had said something we'll probably uh kind of go into that i know tomorrow we're going to be talking about growth environments and people will understand how uh, important or significant growth environments are but i think i had said something i remember making these statements somewhere around those statements you stopped us i remember saying something like if you're serious about growth you need to check or change your environment. And I say that um, if you change yourself and not your environment, your growth will be slow and difficult. And I said, if you change your environment and not yourself, your growth will be slow and less difficult. Then I said, if you change your environment and change yourself, your growth will be faster and more successful. And I think it was around that point that you said, uh, if this is true, then we need to stop and check our environment. And that was really, really challenging, Robin. And I want to find out what made you stop the meeting and say, we need to check our environments. Well, I think for me, um, I hate awkwardness. So there was definitely, like I said earlier, there was a lot of tension in the room. And all I could feel was just this overwhelming sense of awkwardness. And I think especially considering what we were talking about, I didn't think that it was wise for us to proceed and kind of, um, not 
recognized that something was busy happening and that there was a situation that needed to be addressed. And so, and I could see that I wasn't the only one. I knew that something had been going on for the past few days. And I know that some people um, behind the scenes were trying to talk to, um, you know, like the people involved and all that kind of stuff, but it didn't seem like there was any resolution that had come. And I think this was probably the third or fourth day, I'm not 100% sure, where there was just tension in the office. And, and you know, it, it almost felt, I think I remember I, I said, um, it feels like I'm walking on eggshells around the office. And so I just knew that, hey, like, And it was a bit scary. I honestly didn't want to um, address it. I didn't want to bring it up. I didn't want to be, I kind of felt like, okay, I'm being that stick in the mud that's kind of putting a damper on growth week. But I just couldn't take the awkwardness and the tension anymore. So I was just like, okay, let's just deal with, let's just throw this out there and see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now, thinking of what we then titled this episode, I must commend you for taking uh, that brave step to just say, hey, I, I better say something about this because here's what we learned that morning. If we are serious about growth, we need to take Uh, our environment seriously, number one. And we also realize that if we are serious about growth, we need to be real with each other. And so you, you just opened a whole can of worms as it were, and the meeting had to stop. I knew from the moment you, uh, you made that statement, I knew that we had stumbled onto uh, a teachable moment. I, I love those moments where, you know, Everybody is poised to learn something. And I knew uh, this was such a moment. And I, I was not prepared for the conversation. I had no notes for it. Um, this was like really, you know, being flexible and just saying, okay, let's go with the flow and see what happens. And most of our listeners are probably aware of this uh, English idiom that says, Uh, There is an elephant in the room, which simply refers to a serious or difficult situation that needs to be addressed. But somehow everybody is avoiding dealing with it, dealing with the problem, dealing with the person. And they choose not even to mention it or uh, confront it. So when you decided to confront it, I knew this is real. We need to check our environment. And so we started scanning our environment for the elephant. We wanted to see if there was an elephant in our room. And I want to say to our podcast listeners, if you're serious about growth, you really need to check your environment to see if your environment is conducive for the growth that you want to see in your life. You need to ask yourself some serious questions. Is there anyone or anything in your environment that is hindering your growth? You know, I'm sure most of us have been in those uncomfortable situations where everyone feels uncomfortable, feels the tension, but no one wants to acknowledge that there was tension. And that's exactly what was happening in our case. So just to be a little bit specific for our podcast listeners, Uh, The elephant in the room was someone on our team who was feeling a little unappreciated and uh, maybe insecure about their role on the team to the point that they were making it very difficult for the rest of the team to work with them. And people were becoming hypersensitive to this particular person's mood swings. So what had actually happened is the previous day something happened. I think this person left the office in an unconventional manner and and most of the people realized or noticed that uh, uh, the person was unhappy with something or something was wrong. And so the next day, 
coming in, into the office, everybody is kind of wondering what happened yesterday. Uh, why did you leave? But no one is asking the questions. And long story short, we brought that tension uh, into our growth session. And during the session, as usual, I, I asked if everybody was fine, you know, going around. Is everybody fine? Are you guys excited, ready? And, you know, kind of everybody uh, nods and like, yeah, we're fine. But deep down, you sense that peop- what people are saying and what we are experiencing in the room is not the same. And so I started uh, trying to just kind of, you know, push through the situation and, and, and continue with our lesson until you challenged us to stop. And that moment became so real. And um, because this was a relational issue, we needed to stop. We've got this core value that we say we build from relationship to structure. And, and not the other way around. So I knew that it was pointless for me to try and continue building structures, continue talking about the subject matter and ignore the relationship. So we stopped and we started uh, looking at the relationships. I love that because I think, you know, I love the fact that we build from relationship to structure and many people listening might be like, okay, especially if you're maybe in business or you own a company or whatever, and you're used to just soldiering through, you know, like getting the work done and stuff. And I think, you know, it it might make someone think like, why would we stop a formal structured planned meeting to address a problem with one person? But I just love that we have that value of saying, hey, we have a plan, we have a structure, um, we we have something that we we trying to accomplish but you know what we want to check our environment we want to make sure that everyone on the team is feeling safe is feeling secure and um just you know we don't want it to be something that is just said that we value relationship before structure but we want it to be something that is modeled and so i really love that you know we got to take that moment and and that we had the freedom i think to be like hey it's okay if we need to stop the plan for a minute and just figure out what exactly is going on. Okay, so I think for for now, we can kind of move into how do we address this? What is the healthiest way to go about this kind of situation? And I must say, Pastor Jay, you did say that this was a spur of the moment. You were not prepared, but you handled it so well. It was definitely a teachable moment. Everyone was on the edge of their seats, like waiting to to hear, okay, what exactly are we going to do about this? How are we going to grow through this? And I think even though it wasn't a part of growth week, so to speak, we all grew and we learn so much in the situation. So how do you address the tension in the room? What is the first thing that someone needs to do if a listener right now is thinking about, oh my word, I've had this elephant in the room. What, what would the first thing be that they would have to do? Robin, I believe that you need to make sure that the elephant is real. Uh, that I would say that's the first step you need to take. Make sure that the elephant is real because there's a possibility that you can be sensing something and not everyone is sensing it. Um, and, and for us, you said, I can see that this person is not fine and yet everybody is saying they are fine. And then we started going around asking people, how do you feel? And, and almost true um, uh, to, to, to the concept we're trying to bring out here, everybody said there is a problem. And yet earlier, they had said everything is fine. So check the environment. Make sure that the elephant is real. And this might take some time. It might take some probing. You know, uh, I could have just asked and everybody would have given me the same answer. Yeah, we're fine. We're fine. Maybe something is wrong with Robin. Why is Robin raising this up? Everybody else is fine. But uh, because we probed a little bit deeper, 
people started coming out surely this is not fine for me this is bothering me and so yeah that's the first step i would encourage everybody to take make sure that the elephant is real and sometimes what you need to do is not make it public immediately. You know, sometimes you need to go in private, give the person like we've been speaking about, you know, we often we want to give the benefit of the doubt, but sometimes someone needs the benefit of the feedback. So, um, you know, privately, you might need to go and speak to that person before making it a public thing. And I think around the table, what came out in that moment was that um, two of our team members had actually already gone and spoken to that person privately to try and see what was going on but no fruit came from that and so um you know it was kind of like okay if if going and speaking to the person privately is not doing anything then i think um we we all recognize that it was time to now bring it onto the table and and make it public so to so to speak so i think um you just need to know that sometimes it's not always wise to make it public before you have actually spoken to that person in private. So I would say to you, if you're listening and you know that there's an elephant, maybe try and go and speak to that person in private first and address that with them in that way. That's right, Robin. That's actually the biblical model. And I think we took some time to unpack that concept around the table as well. And we say that the Bible encourages us to first uh, approach conflict in private before we make it public because imagine if you were wrong um you create an unnecessary issue because you were wrong so the bible also encourages us to say hey make sure that you are aware of the plank in your own eye before you start trying to deal with a speck in another person's eye so usually when when you do this in pub in in private you are more sensitive to the person's situation and you can get deeper and chances are you will resolve the issue uh, before making it a public issue and then if you were wrong you would simply say well uh, uh, i'm sorry i probably misread this and then there is no issue or no tension but if you were right like in the case in our case the guys were right they were sensing that there is something wrong the person kept saying i'm fine and so now it was obvious that the next possible step was to try and make sure that this is addressed publicly yeah so now that you know without a doubt that there is an elephant in the room what do you need to know next you need to know why there is an elephant in the room that's the obvious next step you know so now that you know that it's there you need to figure out why it's there and so pastor jay tell us more about how we can do that figure out why there is an elephant in the room I guess this is the difficult part because um, you, you have to to work with whatever you've got. Uh, it's one thing to see that the elephant is in the room, but knowing why could go a couple of days before months. In the, in our situation, it was like, oh yeah, earlier in the week, and then it went a little bit fu- further to like sometime back in history kind of thing. So this is a difficult part, but. It's important to understand why the elephant is in the room because if you don't, you are not going to address the elephant effectively. Many times people tend to 
um, address the symptoms. Oh yeah, this is the issue. And you kind of feel like, oh yeah, we have resolved it. People want to deal with the elephant superficially. Just like, uh, yeah, yeah. If we can quickly just say, sorry, sorry, it's over. Let's carry on. I could have done that because we had a whole session and we had pr- uh, prepared and planned for our growth week. So I wanted to cover the material. I could have just said, well, thank you for raising that, Robin. Oh yeah, are you okay? Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. Let's move on. But that was not going to cut it. We needed to get to the heart of the matter. And that means asking difficult questions, trying to hear uh, people, not taking the matter personal. You know, the moment it came out, we had to kind of try and get our emotions out so that we can really allow everybody to express themselves with us not defending or trying to justify ourselves. Because mm. I think it's so easy, like you said, to point to the symptoms. It's so easy to point to, oh, but you did. You said that situation did this. And, you know, you can address those things, but those are all superficial things that are on the surface. You need to get to the root and you can't get to the root without digging deep you need to dig deep you need to find um often the why is hidden and so you need to be intentional about finding it it's not going to be just exposed on the surface it's probably um a lot deeper down and i think you know um one of our team members kind of also brought something like they were like oh but what if we do this to make sure that this and this and this doesn't happen kind of thing and you know trying to set like a a structure and i think you refer to it as the law in place to make sure that we protect. Um, and so, Pastor Jay, can you just elaborate a little bit on that? Because I think that is so often what we as humans try to do is we try to bring another structure in. We try and bring something in that is going to prevent a problem from resurfacing. Yeah, that's that's very good. Uh, here's the thing. Like we said, people want to avoid the elephant. So they will rather build a fence, they'll build a structure that keeps the elephant at bay kind of thing. And that's not helping because before you know it, we've got a whole lot of laws that we keep adding, a whole lot of principles that we keep adding just to avoid the real issue. So for me as a leader, I knew I wasn't going to allow the situation to force us to introduce maybe another procedure, another principle, instead of just saying, hey, there is a problem. And like I said in introducing the elephant in our case, I said it was an issue of insecurity. That's deep, you know, to actually say after going through the conversation, we realized that, hey, they were, uh, this person was feeling a little unappreciated, a little bit insecure about their role. And because of their insecurities, they were now projecting things onto people. And when you try and address the thing, uh, from where they stand, they just see you trying to attack. They make you the issue. They make you the problem. In fact, uh, I, I thank God that we had covered blind spots earlier because I think something about blind spots came out in that conversation because the person was not even aware of the fact that when they left work in an unconventional manner, everybody noticed that something was wrong. But the person thought nobody noticed. They thought I'm just going to come back tomorrow and everything is fine. And yet that was their blind spot. And when we pointed it out, they all of a sudden realized that, um, oh, okay, uh, I thought I was hiding it, but this was so real. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's so good. So yeah, Pastor Jay, now we know, um, you know, how to get to the why. And so once you've done that, that work, once you've dug and you figured out why the elephant in is in the room, the, the, the next step is that you need to confront it you need to confront the elephant and that requires a 
um, courage. It requires you um, not to be a coward. So Pastor Jay, can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, once again, Robin, I just want to commend you for not being a coward. I think I made a statement out of that when I said that uh, relationships require us not to be cowards. It's so easy uh, to to cower away, to back down at the real issues and get into the root of the matter and just saying, well, I'm just going to settle for a superficial uh, I'm fine. And that's what we did in the beginning. Uh, it wasn't intentional, but we kind of settled for a superficial, now we're fine. And it takes that level of authenticity to just say, I am not going to settle for it's fine. I'm going to go deep into this. So it's not enough to make sure that the elephant is real. It's not enough to know why the elephant is in the room. You have to confront it. And that's the difficult place, the d- difficult part. And many times it takes one person, like in our case, it took you bringing this out and then everybody kind of felt at ease to say, okay, now this is my chance to uh, address the matter. So I want to encourage our podcast listeners, if you sense that there are some, uh, there's tension around you in your relationships, workplace, um, there's an elephant in the room, you need to be bold, you need to be brave and say, I am going to confront. And let's face it, an elephant is huge. If I, if, if there was a real elephant in, our, in, in the room right now, <laughs> I, I'm not sure that any one of us would like, uh, let me just go and deal with this elephant. We're like, I'm, I'm tiny, you know, an elephant will, uh, <laughs> it, it will crush you, you know. So it takes a level of uh, courage and, and boldness to really confront an, uh, an elephant. Yeah, Pastor Jay, as you were saying that, I just pictured myself like running towards an actual elephant. And I was like, I would much rather deal with this than than an actual elephant because I'm small. I'm really short. Um, That (laughs) elephant would most definitely crush me. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the truth, Robin. In as much as you picture a real elephant, that's how real this thing was for us. It was a real elephant. And again, you are brave. So well done. (laughs) Okay, so I think um, as we just round this off, one thing to note, um, a really important thing to note is that conflict can be so good for a relationship. And, you know, if you listen to people, you know, experts on relationships and, and um, you know, what they say about boundaries and all that kind of stuff, um, almost everyone will tell you that conflict is good for a relationship. But we hear that and I don't think that people actually take that to heart. They don't really um, say, hey, let's go have some conflict right now because it's good for my relationship. You know, a lot of people, most people, in fact, I think avoid conflict. So um, what would you say about that? Because I know a lot of people in my own life and even for me, um, I am you know, I, I do speak my mind most of the time, which can also be, a, you know, part of some of my blind spots, you know. Um, but I think the one thing that I've just made peace with is that if um, I need to have conflict to make sure that a relationship is going to be better, I'm going to do that. You know, I'm going to go and I'm going to have that tough conversation with someone. But a lot of people do, are not there. A lot of people avoid conflict at all costs. So what would you say about conflict being good for a relationship and ways of healthy confrontation when it comes to that? There is no doubt conflict is 
definitely good for relationship. Uh, husband and wife, you will have conflict. Uh, you know, when, when I got buried, I thought this is like happily ever after. I'm just going to be smiling and everything is just going to be a whole bed of roses. And within the first year, I realized that, geez, what did I do? I've got more issues. I've got things that I need to deal with. And guess what? That was good for our relationship. Now, 14 years later, I look into our marriage. Every time we had healthy conflict, it made us stronger and it made our relationship better. We would not be where we are today as a husband and wife if we had avoided the conflict that came along the way. We had to deal with these things. And and I can tell you, and anyone who's listening who's either married or in a serious form of relationship with a, a, a person or a group of people, you know, if you look at every conflict uh, situation you handled well, it made your relationship stronger. But here are some ways to confront um, the elephant in a healthy manner. Number one is be direct. I think that was really, really something that came out of our conversation. You know, we could have been saying, yeah, you know, I'm sensing and would have been just floating. And that's what people normally do. We, we go around in circles and no one is actually addressing the person. No one is really addressing the issue. We spend hours dealing with something other than the issue so we needed to be direct the first thing that i'll say to you is if you if you made up your mind i'm going to confront the elephant don't beat around the bush be direct be honest uh, and, and it, it requires you to be vulnerable. You know, when you are confronting, instead of attacking the person, we spoke about that. You don't you don't attack a person's personality. You deal with the problem. You know, I would not come to you, Robin, and say, you are a liar. I'm already beginning to attack you before, you know, before I get to the heart of the matter. But if I say, hey, I probably misunderstood you. Um, what did you mean by this? I'm opening r- uh, room for us to have a healthy conversation without attacking one another's identity, uh, etc etc but so be direct be honest and lastly i would say be detailed try and be as detailed as possible don't don't kind of leave the thing open like this is what's bothering me explain it and then it opens um the opportunity for everybody to really deal with the real issue instead of yeah superficial Mm. things and boss i think there's another thing worth adding to that is that you need to genuinely care for the person there needs to be a level of relationship that you have you know you can't just go and confront someone off the street because you see them doing something you know to you it may feel like hey this is an elephant (laughs) on the street right now but but the truth is, is that you need to build a level of relationship with someone. There needs to be a level of trust and, and just care for that person. And, and so I think, you know, if you're going in guns blazing, ready to fire on them and you don't care about um, how that's going to affect them, you don't care about the message that you are sending, then I would say you need to stop and reevaluate. Go back to the first step. Make sure that you are actually in the right space and in the right place to address that with that particular person. So I I think it's so important that you care about the person make sure that you protect not only your heart but their heart in the matter as well awesome and here, here's the thing robin the bible encourages us not to take this high stand when we are dealing with issues the bible says let he who thinks he stands take heed lest or lest he falls so here's the thing when you are trying to confront an elephant it is an elephant this thing is huge it can kill you 
it can really destroy relationships. I've, I know people who have tried to uh, resolve conflict in an unhealthy manner and they lost the relationship. And, and I've been there. I've lost some really good relationships just because I did not know how to really deal with conflict. So I want to say to you, exactly what you said. It's important that the relationship, especially if it's a relation, relational matter, the relationship must be so important that the whole aim is not to say I'm better than you. You know, <laughs> I think it came out around the table where suddenly we realize uh, because now things were going around, everybody's trying to say, oh, but you also have a problem. You have a problem. And when we make it about uh, pointing each other's faults, we are going to break each other down. But the issue should always be I care. I love you enough to have the difficult conversation with you and you do it not from a top-down uh, approach humble yourself and relate with the person in the situation and try and build them up and many times you will win if you do it that way that is good i love that all right so as we close off as we wind down right now do you want to tell us um just a little bit about how the situation was resolved you know just so that we can put our podcast listeners at peace that we are not at war at the word of truth offices we have resolved the issue we are at peace um what has just been the um how can i say the consequences of that conversation where are we right now as a result of what happened there a whole lot better, Robin. There is no doubt. In fact, when I when I spoke to some of the people involved and in, and in, and uh, just trying to assess the situation, it became so clear that by the end of the day, that very day, things were already. Uh, getting a, a little bit better. People went back and they started having conversations and, and just making sure that everyone is healthy. And that for me is worth going through the whole growth session. You know, we it was a long conversation. You know, right now we're trying to capture everything in like 20, 25 minutes. But this was like an hour plus conversation, you know, where we were really trying to get to the heart of the matter. But I must say we... Uh, resolved it in a healthy and uh, a productive way because right now I can see our office is getting really, really better. But in the process, in the process, that's why I want our podcast listeners to, to catch this because the next two episodes are going to be very, very key because in the process, we realized some of the unhealthy things that were in our environment that we knew needed to be addressed so that we can make sure that uh, everybody's growing effectively, if I can put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. I love that. I honestly think that our relationships have not been in a, in a better space than what they are right now. We are all busy growing and I can't wait for tomorrow's conversation because it is going to be so good and it has been so good for us and I know that every person that is going to listen is going to be blessed and they're going to be challenged to check um, how they environments and how they can keep growing in a healthy growth environment so yeah um it's important for us to check our environments because it's only then that we can recognize the issues that need to be addressed it's Im impossible to have a healthy growth environment without addressing the elephant 
in the room. So yeah, go and check out your environments. Make sure that you do something about that elephant in the room. We cannot wait to connect with you all again tomorrow. So make sure that you um, hit subscribe. Make sure that you share this with all your friends and family. And again, I want to remind you that at the end of this week, we are going to be giving away a prize. So make sure that you stay tuned in so that you can find out how you can win that until tomorrow. Thank you.